0: All right, there we go.
1: Finally, boy. I was getting upset with you, dog.
0: Finally got it. All right. nigga
1: over there tripping. He over there trying to answer the phone with his fucking legs.
0: (laughs) Nah, man. (laughs) Even if I could,
1: that wouldn't work. Nah, that wouldn't work. What's up with you, brother?
0: ain't shit, man. Just hearing these podcasts, catching up.
1: Oh, yeah? You ain't heard all of them yet, huh?
0: Nah, they were some long episodes, man. Yeah, it's, I, some, it's some long ones. I unintentionally got four kids I gotta gotta handle. So, you know, I can't always take two hours or an hour and a half out. But nah, man, I got a lot of thoughts because I've been saying a lot of things in the group. So we, okay. should, we should. And we got to talk about some wrestling. We not, have to like,
1: talk about some motherfucking wrestling. Now, you ain't got no construction going on today.
0: Nah, not today. Not today. Nobody's fixing up the bathroom.
1: Okay, perfect.
0: You might hear some construction outside because I'm in Harlem right now. It's always construction somewhere in Harlem, and you might hear some kids.
1: Ain't nothing wrong with that. I got, I got my own. I got, I got some mistakes at the house myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, brother. Now I know you've been itching to get on here, man. So where do you want to start, man?
0: Oh man, you know we got to start with everybody's favorite topic: LeBron and the Lakers.
1: LeBron and the Lakers, man. What you think about it so far?
0: Hey, man, I'm I'm trying to be down for the cause, you know. I'm trying to support our team and they won't let me be a part of our. They just want me to be on the Island by <laughs> myself. And I'm trying to be all in with this Lakers situation for as long as I got to be here, and they they're not they haven't been as receptive as I would like.
1: Yeah, man, and, they want to keep it all to themselves. Yeah.
0: Nah, I think it's just they've a lot of them has been have been exposed as Kobe fans first, but they never had the chance in life to realise it because for majority of their basketball life, Kobe Bryant has been part of the Lakers and they've been losing the last five years. So they could always blame it on the Lakers are bad so they don't have to care. Now they have to care about the Lakers again because LeBron is there. And a lot of them are showing their true colors because LeBron is there. It's not about the Lakers. It's about Kobe first. And then it's about the Lakers.
1: Absolutely. I 100% agree with that.
0: So, I'm trying to be all in despite my reservations about Laker fans. I'm, I'm supporting the team. I even Lonzo Ball, when he has the occasional good night, as, as the Spice God said, he's the king of, Triple singles.
1: Boy. Triple single. What night did he have a good night? What night was
0: that? It's it's been a couple. I can't give you the specific numbers. Like, see, that's how bad he is, and nobody wants to acknowledge it. He you can't even remember when he has a good night. Cause there's so few and far between but they happened. I know they've happened.
1: Somebody told you they happened? Huh? No, nah. nah I, I, I I watch
0: the games, I see the games. And it, like he has his moments where he does good shit, but it's just he's so bad. Like I, I don't get. It. I like this. This is the thing that pisses me off. Right? Is how can the same people who fix their mouth to hate on a guy who scored th- over thirty one thousand points in his career and is the fifth highest scorer ever turn around and support a guy like Lonzo Ball that like, I don't. That's the shit that bothers me.
1: Yeah, I don't get it either. I can't really. I mean, I. I it's like Lonzo is so. He's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but yeah, like I've cool. seen.
0: I've seen a lot of. I've seen a lot of bad players, especially like you know, in my Knicks fan days, there was Charles Smith. So he ain't. He ain't Charles Smith bad. But he, he's, I give him two more years, and then I'll put him on the Charles Smith level if he don't improve. And I know David's going to hear this and say, oh, niggas don't watch the game. Even if I never watch the game, if I look at the stat line every night, I don't want to hear that when he's on the floor, he makes the team better. Man, listen, trash is trash. And I will say it seems to be that when he's on the floor, they win more. But I don't know if that's because of him or if that's just because shit happens, but he's horrible.
1: Man, that nigga, boy, that is the wackest little shot I think I've ever seen. And, I, and don't get me wrong, I've, I'm not even talking about his form, because we've seen some unorthodox form. You know, Kevin Martin, Sean Mary.
0: Yeah, but that shit was yeah, they still win. <laughs> this nigga
1: when shit. it go in, you can't say
0: nothing. When it go in, hey, listen, man. I played basketball with niggas in wheelchairs, and I ain't ever seen even handicapped niggas don't <laughs> have have that type of shit going on with their form, man. I don't know what the fuck he got going on. It's a man. Rock. They talking about Markel Foods. They need to check on his shit. Something wrong with his shoulders. Because that's yeah, that shot is terrible. I,
1: suck.
0: I think um I think LeBron had his struggles early on, but I think he's – LeBron is doing what he always does in the regular season. It's just people haven't – it hasn't been as magnified now because he was in Cleveland for the last four years. But right. historically, LeBron seems never have never gotten off the good starts. And then he plays catch-up as the season goes along.
1: Right, but, he kind of does that with the uh, playoff series, too. You know, I, I thought about it in boxing times. Like, if he was a boxer, we would call him a counter-puncher or, you know.
0: Yeah, he's the, he's the king of the rope though. Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: Some that effect. Yeah,
0: like, if you look at last season, we thought all year the Cavs wasn't going to do shit. There's no way they're going to make the finals. And then here we are in June, and LeBron's back in the finals,
1: right with a chance to win Game One.
0: Yeah, like and so, and I saw a stat posted in the group where he started off with Miami eight and seven. He started off with Cleveland eight and seven. That is like, it's what he does, man. That's why I don't even I don't know if people thought because it was the West. At the end of the day, basketball is basketball, and. You gotta play. I don't care what conference you in. You gotta play regardless. You know what I mean? They're singing in the background. I'm sorry. This shit is whoever the fuck it is in the background. It ain't bothering you know?
1: nobody,
0: dog. Yeah, nah, but um, yeah, man. He does what he always does. I I don't worry about LeBron. I mean, as he's getting older, you start to think like, when is it? When is it gonna end? Like, when is the day LeBron is finally gonna crash? But then I started to think, like, Michael Jordan was 33 and he was on, like, his fourth or fifth championship.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: when you look at it from an ace perspective, 33 ain't that bad.
1: Hell no. Nah. I mean, you know, if, you, if, if, if he maintains himself and just gets wiser, you know, it's like you ain't going to be able to blow past people and jump from the free throw line anymore. But Damn. you know that post game, if you can get that fadeaway together, you can keep hitting them threes, and you can keep going to that foul line. You can, you can continue to produce points. I think uh, the one thing I get David credit on is uh, you know he he called the LeBron defensive issues maybe a, a tad bit earlier than most, and you know I definitely <laughs> see him now. Uh, you know he no he,
0: one, one thing one, one thing I will give old David is he he watches he knows the game. And he just contradicts himself all the fucking <laughs> time. Like he'll, say, he'll say one thing, one comment, and then the next comment when you prove a point, he'll go completely You're like, yo, you just said this and this and this. And he's like, nah, nah. And then somebody else will always got to come help. And I wasn't even talking to them. And it's like, man, let me and this man argue in peace. Because I'm not, I don't want to sit going back and forth with different people all day. Like, that Chris, when we was all going in on Chris Green, that was like the longest day of my life, man. Talking to that man all day. I don't like doing all that typing.
1: <laughs> you yeah. you not talking about the roast? The roast was wonderful. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, I'm saying, man, that was a long day. Like I kept having the every time I thought it was over, he would he would come back with something. Oh yeah,
1: man, the dude was resilient as fuck.
0: Hey man, I I, I swear to you, I was scared for a minute he was gonna go the wheelchair route and start making wheelchair jokes. I had nothing after that. Like you bald and you are old. That's all I had. Cause he only got like two pitches.
1: That's it, nigga. You ain't got no, nigga. You don't care about them wheelchair jokes. You make more wheelchair jokes than anybody.
0: I don't, but I, you know it gets exhausting trying to combat them all day.
1: Yeah, you didn't got you. You like I could tell this shit, boy. You. Like, you make jokes, and I won't even lie. It's like, they be halfway uncomfortable, because it's like, (laughs) (laughs) we can't make the joke, but if you make the joke, it's funny. I'm like, boy. Hey, hey, it
0: uh, it was a post that I put on my page yesterday. It's a dude. He does, like, tricks in his chair. Like, he's almost like a skateboarder, but in a wheelchair. Like, he does shit on a ramp or whatever. And he flipped, he flipped out of the, he, like, Crashed and flipped, out. <laughs> and um, so something told me to go to the comments section, and it was all the same jokes, like, "Oh, he's gonna paralyze himself again," and maybe now he was like how repetitive." So I had to tell him, like, "Listen, you people gotta do better than this, man. These handicap jokes are horrible, and I understand people don't want to cross the line, man, but sometimes you gotta. Like, if I if I wasn't in a wheelchair and I knew a me, I would do it. Yeah. But I understand. I understand why people get uncomfortable. I, I I make myself
1: uncomfortable sometimes with the shit I say. So I understand. You be going there, boy. But you know what? This is what, this, I'm going to be honest. This might not. Nobody else might not admit this, but this is what I be doing. Like in my head, you know how you like, you know how like somebody a die or something you don't want to say nothing bad because you're thinking about God and shit. You like Yeah, so it's like with the wheelchair jokes. It's like I don't want to say nothing too terrible, and then God had me in a car accident.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot at this point, when I say this shit, I say I ain't got nothing to lose, man.
1: Yeah, you got a good nigga. You got a good spirit though. But it, it's like you said though. It's like with anything else. Like I'm a fat nigga, so it's like you got <laughs> them fat jokes. Anything that is anything, it wouldn't matter if you was in a wheelchair, you had one arm, or you was balding. Niggas is gonna see what the fuck is going on, and they are gonna make fun of it.
0: Man, listen, I um, I learned around like maybe junior high school. I was like, all right, these jokes are getting a little rough, and like <laughs> the kids, <laughs> <laughs> like these motherfucking kids is coming with the heat. I got, I gotta beat them to the punch. And like, so I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to start hitting the jokes first before they can get them on me. So that way we don't have no problems. And that's what I started doing. And sometimes I know like I could go a little far and then people started like, all right, we wasn't. But then it's like, man, fuck it. I got to protect myself. You ain't going to get the joke over on me. Right. So you're hey, Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of GSPN, right? So, I don't know if you're in there right now, but David just posted a a pic, a screenshot of the Spice God saying, 25 weeks ago, he said, I'm done with LeBron if he goes to the Lakers, period. (laughs) (laughs) This,
1: this,
0: this, man, David got his mall on for a second.
1: Oh, that's fucked up. You know what I'm going to go in there and say? I'm going to go in there right now and say what type of lame ass nigga screenshot niggas comments of-
0: <laughs> 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 he got his mall on for a minute man this, man listen this group is fun man i i'm upset that the the lebron is on the lakers just cuz we i can't bash the lakers how i used to cuz we we got to be all together even though we not we not making the finals but we, we got to be all together until the season's <laughs> over.
1: We got to be all together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, like we, need to, we need to be. Like, man, these niggas, I, it, it's just, they're so ungrateful, man. You would think, like, these niggas been winning all this time and, like, LeBron is just an added extra. That ain't the case.
1: No, nah, at all. These
0: these niggas was losing, and not like 40 and 41. They wasn't having like 40 and 42 seasons. These niggas was losing, losing. And LeBron came, and now they, they fifth place in the West.
1: <laughs> yeah, and these niggas. Hey, nigga, they, they be making demands. You come here, you got to win. You know how we get down. This LA, baby. <laughs>
0: Like you been you been winning just as much as the Knicks. <laughs> half, half of that time was with Kobe. What the fuck is these niggas talking about? <laughs> like man, I'm put I'll I you know, I be trying to put my Kobe hate aside, man, but some of the posts I be reading, I'm like, these motherfuckers here, man. They was they was not winning with the nigga. Boy,
1: they like, to win.
0: if you really look at it, Kobe had two down times in his career. Right after Shaq left, they was losing. Then they got Paul Gasol. They started winning again. And then he got old, and they started losing again. Pretty much, yep. LeBron ain't ever had that. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron ain't ever had a lot of shit these niggas had. But LeBron won't get his credit just because niggas are stuck to their heroes. And that's cool. I just want niggas to admit that they got heroes. That's all I want, Doc.
1: I don't even care what you believe because it's really it's all opinions and ain't nobody right. Ain't nobody wrong. Right.
0: But you got to stand like on something. Like, listen, you can give me all the numbers in the world and you might be right. But you're not going to convince me that Shaq wasn't the best center of all time.
1: For real? You say Shaq the best center of
0: all time? I don't, listen, listen. Statistically, I know it ain't true. I'm not that crazy. I know it ain't true, but in my mind, because that's the nigga I grew up with, that nigga was the greatest in all time.
1: Okay, okay, I can't argue with that. Like, I, I, like you know, we gonna talk wrestling in a minute, but my favorite wrestler of all time is uh, Bret the Hitman Hart, and you know, oh, uh, see, we we definitely gotta have it out about wrestling
0: now, man. Cause my favorite wrestler, is Shawn Michaels. So I can see we about to have. An uh, interesting conversation when it comes to wrestling.
1: Oh yeah, nigga, because I mean, you 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 already lost. You picked Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> it's already over. You know how? Because wrestling is wrestling is different from actual sports. In wrestling, right, right, right. The nigga who drops the title is doing it to put the other guy over.
0: So, right,
1: I, right, right. They use Bret Hart to get Shawn Michaels hot. True,
0: nah. But back to the Shack thing, right? Yeah. The, like. For, just for a minute. Like, all right. I never seen Will Chamberlain play. I know the numbers. I know the niggas scored like a bunch of wild points. But the fact that he still ended up today being having the sixth highest points ever, and he did all that scoring, and you the sixth highest ever, that says a lot about something he wasn't doing. Because there's no way a nigga should average 50 points for a season and you you should be... You know what I mean? He should have the 38,000. Yeah. But I think a lot of it was he was lazy. and I mean, he did it in 14 seasons. So I give him that since we like to use the whole seasons debate. He did it in 14 seasons. I give him that. But it's just... Like, I don't get, right, how, like, the, this whole GOAT thing. Like, I get it. Like, Michael Jordan's the GOAT, and I understand. But, again, niggas have to admit, he's the GOAT because that's the nigga that we know.
1: Yeah, I like think so, man. I think that's pretty much it. That's the reason.
0: Because he doesn't have the most championships. He doesn't have the most MVPs. He has the most scoring titles. He barely has the highest average per game by like a fifth of a point or some shit like that. But that's the greatest of all time. That's just the guy that we grew up with, and that's cool. Like I said, people just got to start admitting that this nigga is the- Like I watched Shaq get demolished by Hakeem in the 95 finals. You still ain't going to convince me that he's better than Shaq. He could be, but I had to. As I've gotten older, I had to be honest with myself that I have biases with certain niggas,
1: yeah. And you know what? It's like, um, it's like with that. And I, I, I'm guilty of being on that side too. Like, look at what came did to Shaq head to head, but it's like you're dealing with a guy who, had, when Shaq made the finals, he had been in the league what two years, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may have been his third. I think I want to say that was his second year. It might have been his third.
0: It was his. It was. It was ninety five. So this is third year.
1: Third year in the league, and the motherfucker is in the finals now. If it, it, this is our Kings, what year in the league? And the nigga is already a champion. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. You can't. It's. It's not. It's not really compared. He did wear sack ass out though. I can't deny that. But it's uh, it. But you know what.
0: You know what it is, is somehow sports became like everything had to be on hyperdrive. Who once Michael Jordan started winning. Like, Michael Jordan's winning, so now everybody got to win right away, even though it took Jordan seven years to win anything.
1: Right. And he, I can't even think, can you name another uh, player, um... That lost to the same team three times before, you know, three consecutive years. Not in the totality of their career. But three consecutive right, right. years lost to the same team before winning the fourth time. And that
0: you see, that's the shit I be talking about with him, man. Buried and them niggas, they was old. The Pistons was old. Magic had AIDS. He wasn't doing shit. And even in the first finals when they played the Lakers, they have Vladie Divak. They didn't have Kareem at jabbar Mm-mm. Who the fuck was Vladdy Divak at 91?
1: And then and then they also had some injuries too, but I you know, everybody kind of had injuries, so I don't want to throw that in there like that, but but the Lakers were hurt. <laughs> and the biggest factor of it all,
0: and I'll say Magic Johnston had AIDS. So <laughs> <laughs> he was playing a sick nigga out there who didn't know he was sick. And this is 1991 AIDS. This ain't 2018 AIDS where you could take some shit and you be alright. This nigga had like Philadelphia Tom Hanks
1: AIDS. Right, uh hey man, there's two things about that. One, I used to work at um, Express Script, so I used to do mail order pharmacy shit, and uh, right. uh, they got that HIV shit down. Now some of them people was taking two pills a day, like aspirin. Like you know, back when we was growing up and the little kids would be on Donahue or whatever, they was. <laughs>
0: Huh? they have a whole cocktail yeah. of medicine
1: boy it looked like
0: an appetizer
1: tray just for one person
0: and this is the nigga Michael Jordan beat in the 91 finals
1: Man, see what I'm saying and then the second part dog do you ever trip off how, how ironic it is that a nigga who who beats you know HIV for so long his name is Magic Johnson like you gotta have a Magic Johnson to beat AIDS
0: Right. And then these, these people these people now be out here with this this nigga. He never had it. So you think they just gonna pop Magic Johnson up? Like let's get the black basketball player and say he had AIDS and this is how everybody's gonna become aware. And if they don't get the fuck out of here with that shit, that nigga had it, man. He has it. Still today. He just knew what the fuck to do. He took care of himself. And Michael J Michael Jordan was out here beating on niggas with AIDS back in 91, and he gets credit. Then he played um, Clyde Drexler. He was going bald. They talk about LeBron. Them niggas in the early 90s, they was going bald. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't give a fuck. They didn't do nothing to try to fix it.
1: See, there wasn't nothing they could do. Shit. Clyde, Drexler, Clyde
0: Drexler held on to that little bit of hair forever.
1: You know what I think it was, too, dog. I think the I think the pressures of a black man was way harder back then. Them niggas way more them niggas was old, man. Yeah, everybody was everybody had an old face, like me.
0: Fuck. Man, look. <laughs> Yo, even even when you look at niggas like Tupac and Big Man, like them niggas was like 24, 20. When them niggas died, I could have swore they was like in their 30s. Yeah,
1: you would have thought, but then at the same time, it's like Halfway, th- th- just being honest, they entertained us, so they they could have been to be for real. Right, right. They like, niggas could
0: have been born 1966, and we up there thinking these niggas was 24, 25, because them some old looking niggas, man.
1: Hell yeah, yeah, especially Pac. Do you remember? Did you see the video when he was in prison during the interview and his hair start going back?
0: And he blew his hair out.
1: Boy, I said, oh, that's why he bald.
0: Hey man, I say one thing, that, that nigga, he had a he had a rough life. <laughs> like for a nigga that only lived to be twenty-five, them twenty-five years was rough.
1: Yeah, Cause he kept like, fucking with the police.
0: Yeah, his family. His family was all in on that shit. Hell
1: yeah. I wrote I wrote his uh I wrote his stepfather back in the day. Um Matula. Oh Matula. Yeah. yeah I wrote him. His, uh,
0: they from they from um Queens.
1: Yeah, they good people, man. I used to I used to be big on writing people in prison. Uh, that boy Freeway Rick put me on to that. So it was like I used to write all these different people and, it, and then it started getting like I started thinking like I don't want the feds to be looking at me like why well, all these letters coming from this house?
0: <laughs> like this one guy is writing all these prisons. What connections what connection he got with them?
1: Right, it was like nigga, I had a baby on the way and shit,
0: and I was just in the house a lot, you know. <laughs> it
1: was like, right, right,
0: right. It was that. Right. Hard I, yeah, I got some family members, man, and you know, I try to, I try to to write them and like call or whatever, or visit, you know. But that's that stuff is hard, man. Like it's hard to do all the time when you got other things going on.
1: Hell yeah! And they be acting like they don't understand. If the, I got I got uh, homeboys in there right now, boy. They be on me calling me all type of terrible names, cause uh, cause I don't like letters. <laughs> I like I accept your fucking call though, and I text. you yeah. man. Text- got that, that core link shit now, where these niggas yeah. email. I don't know how this shit work, but these niggas email me all the fucking time. I be like, dog, I got real life. You ain't got no job.
0: And then it be like they hit you with the request to do shit. it was like, I gotta do all this.
1: Yeah, Just for this. And then you don't send me no <laughs> pictures. You a fake <laughs> homie. And it's like, nigga, <laughs> me and you wasn't hanging out when you was out here like that. That's why you in there and I'm out here. It's cause we wasn't kicking it like that. You was into some. And then you know what? If I'm gonna say this. I ain't gonna go too deep in this. Niggas be real cocky when they out on the street doing their thing, getting that money. It's like, yeah. They like, look at you, nigga. Square ass nigga. You going to work again? Working for the white man, nigga. Fuck right, man. right. Then
0: they get in there. <laughs> then they get in there, it's like man, I should have listened. To, like I listen, man. I be trying to tell my nephews now, cause even the wheelchair and all, you know, I did my fair share of shit when I was younger. And I'm trying to tell my nephews, man, it's like that ain't what you want. That like you don't want to do that, Mm-mm, cause once you end up locked up, like I didn't get locked up for a lot of shit. Cause fortunately for me, you know. Motherfuckers think a lot of times a nigga in the wheelchair ain't doing nothing. So I got away with a lot of shit. But they ain't that lucky. Right. You know. That
1: shit is and real, nigga.
0: I try to tell them once you once you go, once you get locked up, man, that's it. That'll change your life forever. That changes your opportunities. That changes everything.
1: That changes everything. And what's fucked up is, and this is this is another reason. I know y'all see myself, I be angry at women all the time. But this is another reason i be angry with them. Like, dog, they don't, like, women don't realize that a lot of shit that we do, you know, we dumb for pussy. They understand it in one sense, but they don't understand it in the grand scheme to where, like, a lot of these niggas will risk their freedom because they you know if they get that hot car and their pocket full of money and those new tennis shoes and gear that they're going to get a whole lot of pussy. And it always works out that way. That When they get it, they do get a whole lot of pussy. And then, right. you know when they fall off, these bitches go back to you know they they you know they disappear. You heard the story a hundred times. Every rapper talks about it.
0: So it's like, Man, listen, I, I done said it a thousand times. If you look at any, almost any historical tragedy in life, is a woman was behind it somehow. That's real. Well, it involved a woman for some reason. Like, man, John F. Kennedy got killed over a bitch.
1: Man, Dr. King was getting his phone tapped. They telling on him for cheating. You getting his right. for bitches.
0: It, right. Like, man, hey, I read some shit a couple of years ago about Martin Luther King where they was talking about... This was some wild shit. They said he was out there. He had hookers like white prostitutes and he would beat them up. I don't know like if it's true or not, but if that's the case, man... Martin Luther King was a wild nigga. I still admire him for what he did, and that's the thing. Like I had to learn, you got to learn quick in life, man. Like your heroes are fuck-ups. and yeah, they human yeah. just they they human just like everybody else. So I can't hold, I don't hold people to that that standard anymore. Of like the motherfucker got to be perfect if I'm gonna look up to him. You know what I mean? Like if you start thinking all your heroes are perfect, you're gonna be sad. A lot of days.
1: Man, dog, I was looking at the Kareem Hunt shit, and I was like, okay, that's fucked up, you know, blah, 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 but I said if a motherfucker just had the right moment of me on tape, and I was I was messing up.
0: Listen, that's one of the reasons why I would never want to become famous, because people got so much shit on me from before fame, it could be like the littlest story, but it'll turn into like this nigga did what
1: when he was nineteen, right? Nigga spilled ketchup on his shirt and didn't change his shirt. He just walked around with it on. What a bum! Yeah,
0: yeah, man. So you know when you get famous, that's that they ready to go. They ready to find somebody to bring you down.
1: I'm telling you, dog. I'm looking at shit like dog. But but the one thing that's good about um. Like the niggas that this is what I'm learning to like being a square, being a square is like, um, you know, like the tortoise and the hurt. Like, you like being a square is like being the tortoise. So, like, the dope dealers, they get all the bitches when they're young and shit. So, like, mm-hmm. when they in their prime and, and their titties mm-hmm. are sitting upright and their nipples is pointing forward and not at the floor, like, the dope dealers yeah. get them then. But what's happening now, I'm 35. And I just been squaring like all the dope dealers that, that, that not the young ones, you know they they ain't made it to their time of life yet. But the ones <laughs> I went to school with, they either, right. a rare few of them made it, and you know they own other shit now, or they still doing it, but they not in trouble. And then most of them is either uh you know locked up, or they got out of jail and they ain't got opportunities no more, so they fucked up on the streets, or they dead. So right, uh, how, all right. these bitches that they had is just out here. And not only are they out here, but they struggling. They got these niggas' kids. These niggas can't help them or nothing. So you know. Right. I'm living and a we, good life.
0: And we there. Hell to play. yeah. <laughs> we right there. <laughs> to play step daddy. You're like, hey man. I don't really want to fuck with your kids, but I fuck with you. So if the little nigga gotta be around, I'll be around them, I guess.
1: Yeah, you know, I I play stepdaddy for a day. I was playing uh Nigga, I got in trouble with uh, this chick I fuck with. This uh, is this off subject, I guess. I don't even know how, why I even went this route. But this bitch mm-hmm. I fuck with, man, uh, you know, he was getting bullied at school. And I'm like, I don't even think they allowed that no more. But he was like, yeah, dude, keep fucking with him. And he don't know what to do. I'm like, did you tell? I mean, even though that's the that's the weakest shit you could do. But, you know, I got to, you know. So I'm like, you tell somebody He's like, yeah, but, you know, he keep doing it. I said, so I said, hey, man. Before you walk into school, y'all outside, if he start fucking fuck with you outside, grab a brick and put it in your pocket. And when he say something to you or he do whatever it is that he be doing, take that brick and knock the fuck out of him. So, <laughs> <laughs> he ain't have no. So nigga, I tell him that and I just didn't think nothing else ever. You know how you just tell a kid something and it's just out of your head. Right, 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 right. Nigga, his mama called me and was like, you told my son to hit somebody in the head with a... With a rock? And I'm like, I said brick. And she was like.
0: Let me tell you, let me tell you a wild story from a couple years ago. This is when I knew, like, I wasn't really cut out for the stepdaddy life like I thought I was. So I was staying with this woman in Florida. Shout out to her. I'm not going to say her name, but shout out to her. She had a daughter. Her daughter was, uh, I believe, like four or five at the time, right? So one day, she left me in the house with her daughter. This little girl decides to run outside. So as we know, I have a disability, and I have a wheelchair. So at that particular moment, I didn't have time because the chair I had was a piece of shit. So, at that particular time, I didn't have time to jump in the chair and chase down this little girl. I had to, like, react quickly, right? hmm Man, I had to hop off the bed, and I crawled to the front door to get this little girl. Now, the thing with that was, she already ran outside, so now I'm trying to figure out how can I crawl without anybody noticing that I'm out here crawling. As soon as I opened the door, a motherfucker was right there across the way looking at me with my shirt open, on my knees, at the door. (laughs) (laughs) I said, oh, man. And he was like, man, don't worry about it. I got it. I got it. You know, trying not to embarrass me. But I'm thinking to myself, like, this nigga probably think I'm some sort of retard. And he thinking to himself, he got a chance for her because she's dealing with some retarded nigga in her house. Calling on the floor on. <laughs> But this shit was This shit was wild, man. She came home. I said, yo. She came home. I said, man, don't ever leave me with your daughter again, man. I'm not cut out for this shit. <laughs> she can run. I can't.
1: <laughs> she dipped on your
0: ass, boy. Man, she, yo, and it was crazy because she, she gave me, like, the little psycho kid look. Before she did it, like, I was like, like, I knew she was about to do something crazy because she had to look at her eye like, nigga, I'm about to run up out of here and I don't know what the fuck you going to do. And I'm just looking at her, like, don't do, don't do it. And next thing I knew, she ran her ass right out the door. And I was like, oh, shit, I can't even get in the chair. This motherfucker's too slow. So I just had to do what I had. I did not know that man was going to be standing outside that door like that. I've never been more embarrassed in my life, and my shirt was open. That made
1: me—that that made
0: me look like some wild, out of shape Will Smith bad boys handicap nigga chasing this little girl with my shirt wide open. I could imagine what was going through his head at that moment.
1: That nigga was gone. like, "Man, I, let me help out, man." Yeah, like, look at this piece of shit cripple nigga <laughs> out here. This piece of shit.
0: He he can't even. He probably tried to shoot his shot with my girl. Everything like I know you got that cripple nigga over there. He can't do nothing for you. I had to save your daughter.
1: Well, to him she would got hit by a car. Now you need to do better.
0: Man, it was some wild. It was some wild shit, man. But yeah, now we got to get into wrestling, mom, because we got this whole Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels thing, and we're gonna get into the the current state of wrestling, which is horrible.
1: Man, it's terrible, but
0: bro. I honestly I haven't watched since Roman Reigns announced that he had leukemia, I haven't even bothered watching. You ain't missing nothing, bro. I've I've like I'm in I'm in a bunch of wrestling groups and I see it, I see how they complain about the show while it's going on. So I just be like, "Oh man, I ain't even bothering with this." Because really now, sad, it's, it's one of the things where now I think people have to realize Roman Reigns was, was the show. You know what I mean? Like Roman Reigns, he was the he was the guy that brought people in.
1: Yeah, I have to agree with you, dog. Because you know I'm one of his biggest haters, and. uh, yeah, it's not it's not a show without him
0: because he was whether people liked him or not. That's what drove the WWE for the last three years. The whole thing was based around whether or not you like he, he. It's like LeBron James. Whether or not you like LeBron James, you're gonna you're gonna watch because you either want to see him win or you want to see him lose. Right. They don't have nobody in WWE that you have that feeling for right now.
1: You know what? I think it's their own fault, man. Because if you really trip up, they got it, it's not because of lack of talent, because they got right. a lot of talented wrestlers. They got the best talent they ever had. Yeah. For one like these boys That's are what... talented. They are ridiculously talented. Like from top, I mean, you talking about AJ Styles to Seth Rollins to Kevin Owens. To 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 you still right, got Eddie right. Orton in them. You still got you know what I mean. It's
0: like Cena the pops up once in a while still.
1: Yeah, and then and then look yeah. you, you got guys like Jason Jordan and Sami Zayn that's injured. Right, right. You still got Chris Jericho. You still got you know then you then you bring him back. They bring back at least one attitude with era wrestler every year. Put them on a one year contract at least every year.
0: I'm like right. man, that's because man. Um, they're trying to do big things at a time when it's not required in wrestling. Like, when we was growing up, the Attitude Era, it wasn't, it was a spectacle, but it wasn't big. You get what I'm saying? Like, when Hulk Hogan was doing his thing in the late, like, the 80s and early 90s, everything had to be over the top.
1: Right.
0: You don't need that in wrestling anymore. No, not. I feel like they're not doing what they – because, all right, if you think about it, when we was growing up, right, wrestling was geared towards kids, right? Yeah. So we grew up, and they geared it towards teenagers, which is cool, but then you forgot the kids. So now they're spending their time on a product that's originally meant for children – they're trying to appease adults. And that's that's when you fail. When you're trying to please a bunch of grown people, when kids are the people who really watch.
1: Well, you know what, dog? I, 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 I see what you're saying, but I quite disagree. The only reason I disagree is because I feel like they really cheated us, dog. I feel like I feel like the shit that they had me watching when I was a kid, or not a kid, but like you say, maybe a teenager, I feel like that shit was inappropriate for a teenager, now that I look back.
0: It was, it was, listen, now that I'm an old nigga, I look back at a lot of things, and I hear, like, my nieces and my nephews, and they watch certain things, and they say certain I'm like, why the, you too young to be saying shit like that, then I gotta remember back 20 years ago, like, oh, I was listening to the same shit, and I was watching the same shit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We were. but the attitude error was definitely very inappropriate for a bunch of 14 and 15 year olds. Yeah, you bra and panties, and shit. I'm not even
1: I'm not even talking about the violence yet. I'm just talking about the- man, listen,
0: I had I had the tape ready on Monday nights for them bra and panties. man. I had the tape ready to go to push in the VCR. Like when these bitches get half naked, I'm on it.
1: Who's your favorite woman to see back then?
0: Oh man, I want to say Sable, but I gotta say Tori Wilson. Back in the day, Tori Wilson was thick as shit.
1: Yeah, she was nice, boy. Tori Wilson was nice. She lost
0: all the weight now.
1: But back in the day, she was thick. Hell yeah, nigga. And uh and uh Tori Wilson and um God damn! It it nah, well. Have, I go with some of the regulars, Trish Stratus and motherfucking uh, um. You did. You said Sable. Sable was hot. You remember yeah, Barbara Bush when she was on there for a little bit.
0: Uh I'm trying. To think. I'm trying. I know the
1: name. I remember the name. It was a nurse that I, Triple H brought out, and then she had these big. Oh
0: guys. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, boy, I, God, that was the biggest titties I've ever seen. Listen, you know what? People don't talk about with um Trish Stratus that I noticed back in the day. She didn't have no neck, man. She didn't. Yeah. If you look at her neck, like when she was really wrestling back in the day, her neck was good. It was like her head, and then it was just shoulders. And then somehow she—I guess she must have lost some weight, and her neck popped up again. But for the longest time. She didn't have no neck, and that's why I never liked her like that. Like I tried to be attracted to her, but I was like, she missing a whole neck out here. <laughs> I like Lita. Like her face was a little rough, but I liked this
1: Yeah, Lita was. Lita was nice. And oh man, that do you remember that match with Lita and China? <laughs>
0: um. Not really Because remember back in the day man Like when the woman came on That's when you went to the bathroom <laughs> Like when the women When the women came on I was like man alright It's my time Like now That's the crazy thing too When you think about it Like we were just talking about Dave Roster. This is the best time During the worst time in wrestling Is the best time that the women are having In the history of wrestling Yeah for real because they main event shit they they have some of the best matches of the night yeah I haven't had a
1: chance to check out that, that women's evolution uh, pay per view but a lot of people told me it was good
0: yeah man I, it, it's sad because in the time when they should have been focused on the women when wrestling was popping they didn't give a fuck it was just like get in there for five minutes take off some clothes slap a bitch and then get out yep and now that, wrestling ain't shit. That's when the women get good,
1: man, and they are good too. You know what? How did you feel about what they did to Oscar, man? Like, feel like they built her up for nothing. But it's
0: it, see, that's the thing. It's the thing when you get when you deal with NXT, that's Triple H, and then when you get to W, that's two. People want to say it's all w w e but it's not all w w e that one is triple h and one is Vince like so that's like you go from the minor leagues and you're dealing with one group of people and then you get to the major leagues and you're dealing with a whole other group and Vince doesn't i feel like vince he he doesn't like a lot of these guys he has now I feel like. Unless they were homegrown,
1: right?
0: And, and he knows. I feel like he gets people just for the sake of saying, "I have this person, so this company can't take him." Because you got to remember, man. Like in the nineties, all his talent got robbed. So did Eric Bischoff was cutting checks, boy. He took he took they took everybody. So I feel like he's trying to shut down the rise of another WCW before it could happen.
1: As he should.
0: Yeah, but to me, man, wrestling is at its best when you got a uh, uh, multiple um, companies you could look at and go, "All right, do I want to watch this or do I want to watch this?" Because we could talk about New Japan and Ring of Honor, but we already know that Ring of Honor and Japan are no threat to what... WWE, at this point, is like McDonald's. Or like Disney, in terms of if you want this brand of entertainment, this is where you gotta go to. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's other fast food restaurants, but McDonald's is McDonald's. They're like the institution of fast food restaurants. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So- WWE, there's other wrestling companies, but WWE is it. Like, if you want to be seen, if you want people to know who you are, this is where you got to go. So they play on that, and they know no matter what they do, if you want to watch wrestling on a regular basis, you have to watch WWE. Because a motherfucker can't tell you what Channel New Japan or Ring of Honor comes on. You know what I,
1: mean? I can't
0: either. I'm so- <laughs> like, That's what I'm saying. I don't know nobody who could tell you. I think uh, Impact Wrestling comes on like I don't even like pop TV or some shit, and you gotta have like some some other shit going on to watch that. It, it, like they play on that. Mm-hmm. But they don't realize they getting to a point now the ratings are getting so low, they about to they could shut wrestling down altogether.
1: For real, yeah, man. It's getting bad and it's halfway, you know. I think Vince killed some of the mystique when he started giving up all the the secrets and shit.
0: Yeah, that's definitely my number one thing with wrestling. I don't wanna know how the shit works, man. Like I know some people, they like all that shit and they, they get excited about all that knowing the backstage. I don't care about none of that shit. Just put it on TV and I'll figure it
1: out. Right, right. Straight the fuck up. Like,
0: I don't want to know why this person isn't getting a push. I don't want to know why this person is getting a push. I don't want to know none of that. Just let me watch the product and enjoy it. That And I tell people all the time, man, the internet really killed wrestling.
1: Yeah, man, you know what? And you know what? I'm glad you said that, because this is one thing that pisses me all the way off. Obviously, when I was a kid, I couldn't pay on pay-per-views or whatever. And uh, so, you know, it's just out of habit. You end up missing a lot of pay-per-views. But the same token, you miss them damn pay-per-views. And that makes it the suspense just builds for Monday night, where you just cannot wait to turn that TV on, because you don't know what happened last night. Like You get to look at the little clip. Yeah, you get to see the little clip. And then, you know, they they don't even... Because back then, you know, they wouldn't even show you video of it. They'd just show you pictures while you hear the commentary.
0: And then, like, you kind of had to... You had to keep up with with everything to know what you missed. Mm -hmm.
1: You had to.
0: And now, now it's like, man, you could pay $10. You get the network... Every month, and you ain't even got to pay ten dollars. You could just get a new email every month and get get the network, and you're watching
1: pay per views, right? Dog, and you can fucking just dog, this is a trick. Well, I don't know if it's a trick, I'm sure, I'm sure many people do it, but just go to Instagram and put the hashtag in for whatever matches on while you're waiting to see it, and you're gonna see people watching the match that's just posting, right? You can. Piece Man,
0: listen, I I done the same thing on, on on Facebook when I didn't feel like ordering certain shit or going out to a bar to see certain stuff. Mm-hmm. I just I just type in the fight in the search bar, and somebody watching it.
1: Yeah, somebody watching it, dog. And you gonna see yeah.
0: it? Yeah, but that's how that's how I watched the Super Bowl because at that time I was out and I couldn't um get it. And I didn't feel like going to, like, a bar or nothing. So I was like, man, let me check to, like, if I type in the Super Bowl, like, what's going on. And it was, like, 10,000 motherfuckers watching it on their TV. I swear to God.
1: Let, let, me, let me get – I want to make sure because I don't want to I, I – lose my train of thought. My memory is fucked up. I want to ask you. I asked this question. I asked somebody else this question. Mm-hmm. When we were growing up, you would see, like, um, you know, a guy may get, like, a light, uh you know it might get a random title shot out of nowhere like Farouk did or the way Shawn Michaels did earlier in his career where they just trying to pass a pay-per-view on. But then you know you had those other times where guys just have a huge story <coughs> <coughs> they just have a huge storyline connected to the, you know, the them versus the champ. And uh-huh. usually at some point those guys will win the title. But right. it seems like right now that's different. Why do you think it is that if they not gonna put the if they not gonna put the strap on Braun Strowman, why do they keep p- putting him in title matches?
0: Well, I read that a lot of it why he hasn't won the title yet was because um, he had a lot of issues backstage. Like he'll come late and leave early, and they didn't like that. But they know see because this is this is what they could do. They know people like Braun Strowman. And they know people want to see Braun Strowman win, so then it's like, all right, if we put him in the if we put him in the main event, people still get what they want because they get to see Braun Strowman in the main event. But then if we, he loses, we get what we want because he's gonna pay for not listening to what we say he should be doing or how he should act as a wrestler. So everybody wins in that scenario until people get tired of seeing Braun Strowman lose.
1: I'm tired of it, man. I want to do the dude to go
0: win. You know, the first guy I ever noticed that with, that he would win he would be in like a lot of main events and never win Ooh. for the for the um, WWF title Razor Ramon because Razor
1: was my fucking guy, man. Yeah, he was on he was on that goddamn dope, but I guess that ain't that ain't much saying back then because everybody was. Yeah, like they were But
0: that was my fucking God. Like I still remember the night I, I remember the night I was watching and he beat uh Rick Martel for the Intercontinental title. And um after that I was I thought for sure, I was like, Oh, Razor Ramon about to be WWF champion and it never happened.
1: So then and then it was was messed up. It never even happened in WCW either. Right. He never
0: like. I think the only time I heard about him winning the title was when he was with AWA, back when he looked like a um, Magnum PI.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> Man, that's another thing too. Like the 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 like we said earlier, the mystique in wrestling because you know, like a year before he went to WCW this older guy ended up telling me that his real name was Scott Hall and he wasn't a Cuban. And I was, like, hurt. I was, like, legit hurt about it. Like, what do you mean, like, Razor Ramon is an American and, like, he's not some Spanish nigga from Miami? He's like, nah, man, his name is Scott Hall. He used to have a mustache. I was like, nah, you lying? And back then I couldn't just look it up. I, I argued this man down. And then like the next year Kevin Nash and Scott Hall came out as the Outsiders. I was like, man, this motherfucker was right.
1: Right, it wasn't no fucking Google back then. Right.
0: And now, man, if a kid wanna know the truth, you just look the guy up. You find out his real name, where he really from. His wife, his kids. I man, that's the one thing in life like I wanted to be lied to about was wrestling. Like lie to me, man, make me think this is real. Cause looking back on it now, though, like when you look, cause I got the WWE network, and when you look back at them old matches, oh man, they was horrible. Like re- wrestling didn't get it together till like the mid '90s.
1: Yeah, man, and it's like you <laughs> like the finishers. I look at Ultimate Warrior doing that damn splash, and it's like, oh man. Like, all he did was
0: pick him up and drop him, and that was
1: it. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's why I don't get when people criticize John Cena and Roman Reigns. It's like, nigga, you cheered for Hulk Hogan for 10 years, and he was trash. It was the gimmick.
1: They bought all them T-shirts and shit.
0: Man, like, like I said the other day on my page, man, everybody dying for him. I don't risk death on nobody, but fuck Hulk Hogan. Is it like it because a
1: nigga so many times?
0: Yeah, man, like, he... listen, I, again, biases. If I grew up watching you, I bought the nigga toys. I had my mother go to Toys R Us numerous times as a child to buy all Hulk Hogan-related things. And to find out 30 years later, to him, I ain't nothing but a nigga with the strong R, not even the A with the strong R, repeatedly,
1: fuck him. I'm with you, bro. I mean, you know. I I, I remember, to be honest, you know, I told you Bret Hart was my favorite. I figured that he was racist. I kind of figured all of them was racist, but I was wrong about Bret Hart and a lot of them. They all ain't racist, but it's like... I I just thought so, because, you know, wrestling has always been like a... I ain't going to say it always been, but the side is big on wrestling
0: yeah yeah
1: and the south is big on a lot of shit that you know that niggas don't like like hangings and whippings and
0: you know. right, like but yeah like you said a lot of those guys came from the south and they're in their 60s and 70s now so you know how they was thinking back then
1: hell yeah i like, mean you know they said nigga even if they you never caught the ones that you ain't never caught and they ain't you know because it's like man yeah. To live in those times and not say nigga, that's like me saying I grew up in the 90s and I ain't never sagged my pants. Like come on. Right,
0: right. Like, like man, so you know, but as a kid, we not thinking like, oh, this person don't like black people. I was just like, this motherfucker, he cool, man.
1: Yeah, man. That's what that was the dopest shit. The wrestlers was the coolest motherfuckers out and like, hugged up on another hand in their draws.
0: And it's weird, it's weird because, like, I hear stuff like whatever, like, oh, Stone Cold said nigga. And I almost want to be like, I almost want to be like, nigga, so? That's Stone Cold Steve Austin. He can say that. But then it's like, you can't. I'll be all kind of coons if I said some shit like that. Yeah, And you know what? I
1: don't... Has
0: Stone Cold Has he been caught saying nigga? Nah, he got his um ex-girlfriend, she said he he used to say shit like that.
1: And it's like with him, don't you just assume it a bird drinking redneck from Texas? Like, I,
0: like uh, how is this shocking?
1: Yeah, like I'm sure he said "nigger." What about he, you? Don't even have to catch him. I assume that he said "nigger," right? But yeah, let, Man. let me let me get to let me get to this part though, because I want to know why is Shawn Michaels uh, your favorite? Why is he the goat? Because Bret Hart, it was
0: boring. Like, can you, can you name, like, let's take wrestling out of it, right? Mm -hmm. Can you remember a memorable Bret Hart promo? A memorable
1: Bret Hart promo. Mm. I cannot say that I can.
0: Is that because he was boring? He could could wrestle, and that was cool. But when that motherfucker started talking, before I even knew what cutting a promo was and all that shit, I just knew this motherfucker he don't got it. Oh, no, Whatever. no, 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 no.
1: I do remember one. I got one.
0: I, I think I know the one you're going to say, Well, go ahead. The, the
1: motherfucking one. That said, it's a couple. It all happened around the same time, though, in the 90s. But one was when he was on hiatus and he was deciding, the first time he was deciding whether to go to WCW. And Stone Cold <laughs> had called him out. And, uh, yeah. He came back and did that promo. He was like, we're we'll, we going to fight each other at Survivor Series, Austin, and we'll see who whoops whose ass. I only remember uh, it because it was like one of the first times I heard like blatant cursing on wrestling.
0: I remember that one. And then I think it was the one where he was in a wheelchair.
1: Yep. Yep. That one cool. Yeah.
0: That's when, that's when Bret Hart was part of the squad for a little bit when he was in the chair. He was my nigga. And
1: he had the blue like, shirt on. He wasn't even wearing pink. He was wearing a blue shirt with some, uh, some jorts.
0: Yeah, they, the wrestlers are the worst dressed people in the world, man. Like, like when you look back at them 90s picks, they dressed horrible.
1: And they had they belt, they, they used to wear braided belts and have their pants pulled up to their nipples.
0: It was horrible. But yeah, he, but I don't know, man. Bret Hart, like, he was cool. All right. He's like one of those people, like, you know they're good, but they just never appeal to you. Like, it's it's a lot of people like that for me. Like, um Tim Duncan was good, but he's never I was never like, Oh, I gotta watch the Spurs. You ain't never man,
1: I love watching the Spurs.
0: Nah, I'm not gonna lie. In two thousand fourteen when they destroyed the Heat, I like that team, even though LeBron lost again. But I like that team. Cause that was, like, great basketball. That was great you basketball. Just, you just knew that whole season. Like, I knew that whole year. Like, the Heat, I said it in the group that the Heat was going to win because I had to save face. But I knew in my mind, like, these niggas are going to destroy these niggas, man. Because they was on a mission that whole season.
1: Yep, they was thinking about them missed free throws and, and, and what Ray Allen did.
0: Yeah, they was they was on a mission. I never seen nothing like that in basketball where a team was just on a mission to, like, rebound from a loss. Mm. But, nah, like, bro, I don't know, man. He just, he was just so, and he was, like, too good. Like, I mean, like, too good of a character. Like, he he played that good guy role, and it was just corny to me. Mm. Like, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, you never knew what you would get. Like, one week, he'd be a good guy. A few weeks later, like, he's a bad... You never even knew when Shawn Michaels was a hell a face He's just for Shawn Michaels.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, okay, now I'm going to say this. Because with Shawn Michaels' promo, I mm-hmm. don't remember. Like, his promo, I, I, I'll give him this. He may have been better than Bret Hart at promo, but that ain't saying much. But... Shawn Michaels wasn't he wasn't he wasn't Macho Man, he wasn't Hawk Hogan.
0: He had he had um the run with DX, like when DX first started, they did a lot of the shit was gay, but he he had like a good promo run with DX.
1: Yeah, it's like man, when when it comes to talking on the mic, it's like it's like uh Triple H better than Shawn Michaels.
0: Nah, he was, he took, for, he used to take up like the first 45 minutes of Raw.
1: Yeah, that's because he was being like Supreme Hill.
0: I mean, he was, a, he, he was one of the greatest hills of all time, Triple H, but like, he's another one, like, he just was so, like, he had the, the promo work, but then his wrestling wasn't much to brag about.
1: Wait, who everyone must brag about? Triple H. Yeah, yeah, you're 100% right. Yep, yep. I know
0: the best. And, and people, you know, I know I might get crucified for this cuz people love The Rock. But The Rock sucked at wrestling.
1: You think he sucks?
0: He was, tra- he was trash. He had if you think about it, right? He had the, the, the people's elbow, which was the dumbest fucking move ever. He And they even admitted later on that that was meant as a joke, and then people started to like it. He ran, back. he ran. He <laughs> ran. First of all, you land on the ground, right? You say what? I, you land on the ground. I have time to stand over you, take my elbow pad, throw it in the crowd. Run one way, r- hop over you. Run the other way, come back and then drop an elbow. That move is trash.
1: Well, you know what? It was. This is what I'm saying though. It's like everything birthed the next move. So like I, I like the five knuckle shuffle is trash, but oh, definitely trash. You know he pulled that from the goddamn. You know that's from Rock. But look. Shawn I... Michaels fan. So you telling me, let's just say wrestling real. You was you wrestling Shawn Michaels and, something mm-hmm. happens and you laying on that ground. Nigga, if you hear that damn stomp, you better slide your ass out that ring.
0: But that kick was effective when they landed. See what I'm saying?
1: And that's why it was best when he didn't do the tuna you know, when he didn't warm up the band and he just did it out of nowhere. The warm up because... was for people's cameras. That's what he was doing. Now, if you
0: remember, right? The the originally when he became um when he started by himself the super kick wasn't his finishing move. His finishing move used to be the the, um, uh, the no, he elbowed off the top rope, oh, okay, off okay. the top rope, and then they changed it. So the super kick would be to set up a move at first, and then they made the super kick the move. And sometimes it could be—I'm not gonna lie—sometimes it could be a little much, and I'd be like, "God damn it, just get out the ring!" Like, like you said, like, just move. Like, why are you sitting there waiting to get up? That's the thing that always pissed me off about wrestling, even when I was a kid. Like, nigga, you don't know the move is coming. You don't hear these people. <laughs> yeah, I, like I know, I know you're supposed to be dazed and confused, but you can hear. Yeah, you can hear.
1: Okay, then, like, go back further. Hulk Hogan got you laid on the ground and then he claps his hands and then do his ear tour to all the crowd and then he bounce off the ropes and drop his leg on you and that's the end. That's his move. A leg drop.
0: This is why 30 years later, <laughs> I know
1: Hulk <laughs>
0: Hogan was trash and we don't need to celebrate people like him. Because not only is he a racist, I can deal with you being a racist if you were a great wrestler. If I found out Macho Man was a racist, that sucks, but the nigga can wrestle, right? Like we know, Ric Flair said some racist shit, but we all we all look past it because he's Ric Flair. Hulk Hogan and that stupid leg drop. But the, first of all, him and the Ultimate Warrior and WrestleMania Six was one of the worst matches I ever watched in my life.
1: And it and it get all the praise in the world. It's on the top list of best matches.
0: The, the, it's on the top list because of what it meant at the moment. That's like if you heard Curtis Blow and Kumo D had a battle. If you listen to it, you probably think now like this shit is trash, and both these niggas are trash. <laughs> but in 1980, whatever, you would have thought, oh, this is this is some top level shit here. Because back at that time, they was the two nicest niggas out.
1: Right.
0: You don't think you don't think like twenty years from now, our niggas are gonna hear about some little kids are gonna hear about Ethan versus Takeover, and be like these niggas was trash.
1: It's already happening, man. I had I was over my uh over my brother's house, and he's twenty five, so you know his little homies is nineteen twenty. I mean, right. They are not trying to hear shit about no Jay-Z. I got emotional, nigga. I was like, this is why ain't none of y'all going to be shit, because you don't pay attention to motherfucking lyrics. <laughs> you don't want, business. You want to sit business. I bet you if Jay-Z had a motherfucking styrofoam cup full of some purple bullshit in it, I bet you would like him then. If he had dreads hanging out his ass and some clothes you couldn't afford on. Listen, around <laughs>
0: 2011, like 2010, 2011, I saw myself becoming like that old nigga and I was only 26 27 but I used to stay hitting like young niggas with the but they ain't Tupac though but they ain't Biggie though and then I had to realize like yo um I can't be sounding like the old nigga all my life you know what I mean?
1: Right, like all the best times of your life have already passed. So you just go ahead and keep going back to it. And it's like, nah, dog. That shit ain't that ain't how it go and that ain't how these niggas is doing it. Lil Wayne ain't he's not telling you to go by the block is hot. He telling you, nigga, I got quarter five up next. I got a tour. He's in the now. Nah, but um
0: I think it's just a generation thing. Like man, when I was growing up, niggas couldn't tell me about no fucking rock him. Get your old ass away from me talking about Rod Kim is better than Jay-Z. That's all that is like now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just that. It's just that. It's just that that these niggas is, is whack now compared to the niggas that we grew up with. And that's not even like some old these niggas is trash. Outside of like Patrick and J. Cole. I don't even like
1: J. Cole, man. I don't really like J. Cole neither, man. I don't even like saying it, but I'm not a huge fan of his music. He just seemed like an ultra weird nigga, man.
0: Nah, you know what it is? I feel like he started listening to people saying he was boring and then he became boring. Mm. Like, if you listen to his first couple albums, like, his beats have rhythms to it and, like, textures and sound. Now this nigga just be on his Erica Badu uh, bullshit, man. And it's like, the Erykah Badu shit is cool for her and that lane of people if that's what they want to do. Like, I can appreciate that. I don't want to hear that with no rappers, man.
1: Right, right. Like, He's a, he,
0: see, he's a hard type of nigga. G- bringing it all back around there.
1: He's, I know he could rap, but he's boring. Yeah, I mean, and it's like, well, you know what? This is the one thing I give these kids today um, when it comes to music is like back when we were coming up, you know, you had to be really, really good to get on. So, you know, the competition was. Thick because you know I gotta be better than you. Everybody. And now it's like you can pretty much do everything on your house. You don't need nobody. Like you got guys that we ain't never heard of that sell two hundred, three hundred thousand of their own shit, and just do it from their computer at home. And they that you don't you don't get no gold plaque for selling two hundred, three hundred thousand. But even if they they are making money though, because it's like shit. You sell two hundred thousand of anything, even if you only sell it for a dollar, which they—I'm sure they're not selling it for a dollar—but two hundred thousand at at fucking two, three dollars a pop, they make serious money. And don't nobody know who you are. So by the time we do see them, these niggas got real money. So like we used to praise guys like Master P or 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 Cash Money or Two Sort, where you just independent selling your shit out the trunk, blah blah blah. but, now everybody doing like you damn near a fool if you're not doing that.
0: Yeah, man, that's why like we was talking about um the South and me being from New York and thing, and like we wasn't up on the South like that until Cash Money, man. Like when Cash Money came along, that's when New York really started. Like we heard Master P, but we wasn't checking for Master P like that. And I think it was just because the 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 style of rap was so different that we just wasn't trying to hear it.
1: Now let me ask you a question, dog. Because you did mention you' been from New York and and the whole South thing. When Uh when Pimp C really went on that tirade, you know, dissing uh, East Coast niggas, because you know, you know, maybe he was mad at at the East Coast for, you know, you'll put y'all shit on one side of the stone, put our shit on the other side of the stone, and see who sell out first. Because they were saying, you know, that ain't real hip hop or blah, blah, blah. Like, what are your thoughts on that? And what is the, is there a vibe of New York where they feel like only real, this the only place real hip hop comes from? Because, you know, Nelly had an issue.
0: I think that by the time Pimp C was saying it, New York was already making that shift. And you only had a few people, like the older guys, like Nas, that was saying that hip hop was the we we wasn't on that by that time. Like we wasn't. I mean, you know, motherfuckers had that whole like, oh, the South is ruining rap. Cause you gotta look at it. If if I'm I'm a New Yorker, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know about the history of Southern rap. I don't know how dope UGK really is. That 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 um. How the beats for UGK and how nice UGK was or 3-6 Mafia. I don't know all of this. I just know the singles that I'm giving. You know what I mean?
1: Right, right.
0: So when, when the shit you're hearing is Young Jock or um, people like that, we was only getting like the ringtone shit. You know what I mean? Like... We respected niggas like G. Like at that time, we respected niggas like Jeezy. Like we was giving, and Jeezy got a lot of play up here in 2005. They were selling the snowman shirts and stores and all that. But I think with what Pimp C said, it was like, we've seen this before with the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't, it didn't have as big of an effect when the South started trying to uprise. Because we already seen when you don't let motherfuckers in and when you don't give them that lane, they're going to take it. That's real. You know what I mean? And I feel like we, we were trying to avoid another East Coast, West Coast situation with the South. Because we didn't give the West Coast they props. And they was at that time. I liked the West Coast more than the East Coast, cause they they should have rhythm to it. New York was on some basement shit back in the day. I used to hate that shit.
1: Boy, they want to. New York want to make sure you pay attention to the words.
0: I used to hate all that dusty sounding. Like, man, you don't know how happy I was when Biggie came out and the shit started having, like, because I'm a kid. Kids don't want to hear. I don't want to hear what this nigga rapping about. I just want to vibe to whatever the fuck they talking about and enjoy the music. I don't want to have to think. I don't want to have to, not to say, like, I'm being dumb. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm a kid. I'm not paying attention to this shit. (laughs) And so the West Coast came and they talk about killing and shooting niggas and they got a beat. This shit sounds fun.
1: Hold on, I'm about to have Mike one second. Huh? Okay. Okay. My bad, brother. I'm at this goddamn AmeriGas that I heard in Arlington, Texas, and they just got down unloading me, and now I'm stuck because they know they didn't blocked the shit in with all these goddamn gas canisters. So how the fuck i am supposed to get out of here? I'm ready to go.
0: Nah, man, you getting away. Nah, man, but yeah, like, I think New York, we got so used to being the... It was a natural thing. Like, we got so used to being the only people making the music... <laughs>
1: And they had been like that forever.
0: Yeah, so when the West Coast came along, it was like, nah, these niggas ain't getting in. So they said, all right, you and hey, if you think about it, it was like they used one of our own to take us down with Tupac.
1: Yeah, how did y'all feel about that? Like like the fact that he was really
0: Hey, man, I would would tell you, I'm a big Tupac fan now, today, and I'll sit here and argue with anybody about the greatness of Tupac. But at 12 years old, 11 years old, and 95, 96, my whole year, the whole 96, I was, fuck this nigga, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anytime he came on TV, was, hey, man, fuck this nigga. Man, no. no disrespect for Pac. But, like, um the more I look back on the stuff he did and the way he was, he was just, like, a very ultra-childish, you know, uh actor. He was a hell of a fucking actor. I mean, I, now, like you said, now, looking back on it,
0: it's like this nigga was just a wild nigga. And we also got a factor in... He was in his early 20s for the whole time that we knew who he was. Right. You know what I mean? Right, yep. Like, had Tupac lived to be our ages and older, like, had he lived to be 47 like he's supposed to be now, would probably be a whole different nigga, and we wouldn't even remember that Tupac.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a damn good point. He got the same you know, Marilyn Monroe will always be looked at as a hoe.
0: Right. Like, it's the the thing I always say about, like, Jay-Z and Nas and to a lesser extent Eminem is these guys got to grow to be adults. So we got to see them change as people. Because look at how Jay-Z changed. Look, there, there's a Jay-Z before he got with Beyonce, and there's a Jay-Z after he got with Beyonce.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, for that's- nothing, never happened. I'll be forever macking. Yeah, that's two different niggas. A uh, a uh, 444
0: uh, four, would have never came from Jay-Z in 97,
1: 98. Right. And, you know what? He, matter of fact, he three different niggas. You got Jay-Z before he got married, Jay-Z after he got married, and Jay-Z after he got caught cheating.
0: Yeah, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, Tupac never had the time to grow to really go through. He went through things for a 25-year-old, but he didn't go through, like, real-life, regular adult shit yet because he was only 25 when he died.
1: Right, right.
0: And I got, I, you know, just from being a man, I got where he was coming from. And I think a lot of times he, he was a smarter Kanye West. He he spoke, he said things without thinking a lot of times. But he would be upset, he would speak and then it'd be like this nigga is crazy.
1: Man, angry. He was hella angry, dog. And that's a hell of a a Tupac you saying Tupac was a smarter Kanye West. That's a hell of a fucking statement right there, bro.
0: Yeah, like if you 'cause if you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. If anybody if I'm if I'm from here and I moved away from here, but I still come back and I rep this place. And then these niggas set me up to get shot. I'ma feel some type of way.
1: Mhm, that makes sense.
0: Like I'm, I'm from New York,
1: right? So let's say I moved to St. Louis at like 12, 13. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. My bad, man. I'm finna have to. I'm finna have to wrap it up, bro. I gotta go over here and try to get out this thing. But, uh, All right, man. I would. I, you gotta get back on here, man, because I do want to touch on that Tupac Kanye thing, man. It's hard to believe we've been on this motherfucker 81 minutes, bro. Yeah, that. Hell yeah, yeah, that's long as hell. This shit got right, so man. fast, dog. I swear to God.
0: we just be having regular conversations like how you would normally?
1: Yeah, bro. So let me leave this up to you. Do you want me to post this now, or you want me to wait till in the morning? What you want me to
0: do? Uh no, nah, we could post it now and just it'd be. I guess because we could we come back and do the rest and it be part one and part two, whatever.
1: I'm gonna do it just like that then. I'm gonna do it as a part one and then i we gonna as a matter of fact this episode is to be continued because I still wanna get some more wrestling in here. It ain't never enough time to talk wrestling. And that Kanye the Tupac man, a smarter Kanye West, I wanna touch on that with you a lot. And we'll leave this open to the group too. Y'all leave comments down on the post and uh you know, we we'll get it all out and I'll get you back. If you're free today, I'll hit you back up today and do the second part.
0: All right, man. Yeah, definitely.
1: All right, bro. I'll talk to you in a minute. All right.